Fierce Fan Media. Computer shot. Stacy, why can't we see your face? I don't know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I How long have we been doing out? this for years? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking years. Can you see us? Yeah. <sighs> weird. <laughs> Very weird. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome Hello. to the final episode of 2022. Woo. I am wow. Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Stacy, the political princess. I'm Erin, the geeky gal pal. All the dogs go bark. <laughs> 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 Eleanor looked at me like, what? Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian, the newest member of. Oh, there you are. Oh, Stacy got a hold of IT. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get one of your kids in there to fix it for you? No. Pretty much. Pretty much. No. Uh, tonight I am going with a classic, the Menage a Trois Red Blend. Hey yo. I drank the nice. rest of my good wine while my sister in law was here with her. So. Is that really what it's called, Menage a Trois? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Menage a Trois. I'm drinking the Menage a Trois Gold Chardonnay again. Hard chard. We're not sponsored. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am drinking this Riondo Prosecco Rosé with um glitter in it. You're drinking. I am drinking? in a holog- Hold on, you can't see it in a holographic glass. <laughs> so what? fancy. She is by far the most bougie one of like, well, like anyone I know, but definitely on here. Terrible. It's not good. I love it when Dempsey's (laughs) drinking. It's not good, Stacey? No, it's so bad. Well, just keep drinking and it'll get better. Well, I don't think you should drink glitter, to be fair. (laughs) That's not the part that's not good. It's edible glitter. I've got many colors. Someone gave it to my sister-in-law and my brother brought it over. He was like, she's certainly not going to drink this. So you can either... Drink it, throw it away, give it to somebody. And I'm like, how bad could it be? Pretty bad. Yeah. Put grenadine in it. Aaron, yeah, put grenadine drinking? in it. Ooh, I wish I, I'm I had drinking, grenadine. Um, I'm actually drinking wine, shockingly. I know. I'm drinking Conundrum White. Uh, it, Stace, you were right. It's better the second glass. So <laughs> I'm on to my it third. Usually is. <laughs> and I'm drinking it out of a Yeti. So I'm very high class. Uh, Yetis are my favorite. And it says my name on it. And the backside says Adele, Las Vegas, 2022. That's mm. cool. Wow. Hmm. I'm drinking whiskey and Red Bull. I'm keeping it. That's what I drink. That's what I'm doing. You know what? You do you, boo. Julie's a renaissance lady. A lady of many. I almost got the big thing so I could have Jax's thing up here with me, but I was like, oh no, I want to make it through the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Julie has many talents. Okay. So what we are doing tonight, we are going to answer five listener questions and um stacy and julie you will be happy because we actually had three more but they were all about taylor swift so i did not include them uh, oh <laughs> I'm, not taylor nice. swift I'm, not happy. I'm not happy about that all right well you if we get through these them. five then maybe i'll i'll open my email and pull them out all right yeah, quick answers four. people quick answers <laughs> yeah i was gonna say if we have another four and a half hours then we'll <laughs> <talking about> taylor <laughs> swift. uh okay question Where's number one life? 
Is 2023 going to be just as bad as the last few years? I guess what I'm asking is what makes you hopeful going into the new year? Um, I thought about this. I super fucking hope not because I just don't know that we can all take that. So, and here's why I also think it, I think it won't be because 2020 forced a lot of us to like, um, into therapy and on the medication and into some self-help self-care routines and made that more mainstream. And so even if it is as big of a fucking dumpster fire, at least we have the tools to deal with it now. Okay. That was ex- like weirdly uplifting. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you for that. Anybody else I, have any? I'm hopeful that grocery prices are going to go down. Have you guys bought eggs lately? Holy shit. Yeah, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, Gas prices are going to go down. House prices are going to go so down. Expensive. I don't know. Everything. Oh, all of our medications are like all back ordered. Like, I hope those are all back in stock. So I don't know if I'm hopeful, but I have a lot of hopes. (laughs) You are literally full of hopes. Yeah. (laughs) Anybody else have any feelings about 2023? About if if it's going to be better? Yeah. Yeah. I hate saying that I don't feel like it could get worse because I know it could I, it could always get worse. But fucking jinx us. We can't start this a third time. Us. God damn it. We can't really? start it a third time, you guys. <laughs> Is that what I'm sorry? My work phone rang, so I didn't hear everybody say that. Oh, sorry, right. Aaron, go ahead. No, I was just going to say you jinxed us by saying yeah, you didn't think it could get any worse. <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear you guys. A, no, you're fine. Don't be sorry. We're just being dicks. Listen, I think it's going to be Stalker. better. I don't. I do. I think it's optimism. I kind of think it's going to be better too. I think we're kind of finally, I think 2022, I think we're kind of climbing out of all the shit that everybody's been through the last few years. And I do, I'm, I'm, I really hope 2023 is better than 2022 because 2022 has just been a tough year for everybody. Listen, I'm I'm about to, I'm about to give you guys some facts that'll make you feel better. Okay. Who wants facts? Anyone? Are they really going to make us feel better? Are they global warming facts? Like, no, (laughs) no. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) absolutely not. So if you look at the Spanish flu pandemic that hit in the early 1900s, right? It took a a great start. It took (laughs) about, listen, it took about, (laughs) (laughs) it took five years until that, that version of the flu became endemic right so until it it was just to the point where it could be treated it was no big deal we are heading into like year three of this which means i don't know if anyone's gotten covid lately but if you are vaccinated and boosted it it is not hitting as hard as the original strands were okay see that's the thing that's weird is because i still think i probably had covid yeah I agree. So do I. And and I but agree. like and never tested positive, not at home, not right. like in a PCR test, never. I but honestly that's good. think now I have long-term COVID because I still am getting a fever sometimes. Well, so the Spanish flu was also one of the greatest disabling um effects of the of the 20th century. Like it, it left people disabled and generations disabled for years to come because of the impact that it had on it. Now, if you look at issues with supply chain shortages, gas shortages, all those things, they can all be linked in some form to the p- pandemic of some way, even if it's not just it, because 
it, the supply chain doesn't work on like a snap response. Things don't just shut off and shut back on like that. Like entire warehouses, people were laid off, truckers left. Like there's all of these things that happened that have to be put back into place. The yeah. other reason that we've been having supply chain shortages, one has been China. Okay. And the other <laughs> one is because of the gas shortages that you're seeing with the UK cutting off um, oil imports from, from Russia because of the war in Ukraine. I, I do believe at some way or another, the war in Ukraine is going to come to an end this year. The, there's no okay. way either of their sides can continue at the- They're working on it right now. Yeah, at I the said, pace yeah. that they're, they're going at. China is in the middle of kind of a, a revolution where this year they're going to, they're one way or another, good or bad, you're going to see them be able to straighten some things out. So I do think you can't see a global phenomenon like the COVID-19, the way it rocked the entire world. It's not going to balance itself out quickly. It's going to take a very, very long time. The other reason that I'm hopeful is I, I think that the, we're going to start seeing the pendulum swing, swing back from the Trump effect where yeah. mm -hmm. we saw all of these, one of the benefits of, uh, one of the benefits of having Trump around what, one of the things that has done is it's gotten a lot more people engaged and paying attention to politics. Totally. And now some of those ideas that were once seem as way more leftist and progressive and just unobtainable are now becoming more the mainstream. So people are now talking about like, you know, universal basic income and universal healthcare and all of these things. And again, none of those happen overnight, but the fact that we got that climate change bill passed this year, <laughs> was a step in like such a significant direction because you saw so many mainstream Democrats and Republicans finally say, okay, we need to do something. So yeah. effective global change never happens quickly. And I think what we're feeling right now, and what we have been feeling for the last few years, and I agree with Stacy. I think it was started because of the pandemic, but what we're feeling is the growing pains and we're, we're, we're just in the unfortunate situation of we're feeling it, we're growing with it, right? Like these things are mm -hmm. changing and change is hard. It breaks things. It breaks bones. It breaks, like change is hard. And we're just in the process of it right now. But I am hopeful about 2023. People are taking climate change very seriously now. A ton of money and technology and this new generation of, you know, scientists and minds that's, that's entering the workforce now, they... They, there's no question for them whether or not it exists. So we're going to finally start to see some progress in the right direction. And is it too late? I don't know. I don't know. I, I like to think that maybe, but we're still doing something now. So maybe something can be salvaged. Maybe, maybe there will be something. I do think though, everyone is paying more attention and I'm not saying that half isn't still bonkers, but the half that are paying attention are active and they're involved and, and they're pushing. And a lot of them are more educated. Yeah. Like yeah. you have people now that are way, way more educated than some other people that mm -hmm. really are taking a proactive approach yep. to things and really caring a lot more about And things. this generation, they're not motivated. I mean, I, I'm speaking in like, I'm speaking in like sweeping terms here. There's going to be outliers, sure. but hear me out. This generation is so much more motivated by saving the world than they are money. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. we're going to actually see lasting impacts come out of Gen Z. And I'm glad um, because we couldn't do it. So, yeah. but you know what? Maybe we were, the, maybe it was because we were the ones who were supposed to be, you know, their big, 
big sisters or or parents or whatever it is. But Gen yeah. Z and Alpha, they have different priorities than what we were raised with because they weren't raised by the boomers. So mm-hmm. we're going to see. I, I just think I think we are starting to head up a a, a pause for positive change. And I think historians will look back and look at this time period as kind of like the great awakening for, for civilization. And it just sucks that we're part of it. We're just stuck in the middle. I have no, but we're also the support system Mm -hmm. behind generation Z. Yeah. Right now we're, we're their pushers. We're, Mm -hmm. they push themselves, but, but change also begins with the generation before. Well, you're seeing that you're seeing it. They want to see younger people in Congress. They want to see younger people running companies. They're not interested in in the CEOs who are making four hundred and forty billion dollars. They're starting companies and paying everyone the exact same amount. Like they're just they're doing things differently. And um, and it's it's about time because what we were doing wasn't working. Right. So you're so smart, Jax. You have such a good way of explaining everything. Or maybe I'm just lying to myself so that I get through 2023. Who knows? Well, we'll review next year. We'll review next year. No, but that's, I mean, it it is true. Like, you're right. Like, that, it does give you hope to see how smart and how open-minded the younger generations are compared to us or our parents or our Mm -hmm. grandparents or, you know, people are evolving (laughs) and adapting and 100% in being more accepting you have a a lot of the stuff that the kids or the younger generation like that is fighting against are the older generation you know or at least mindsets that were upheld by them right it's it's like it's it, it it is encouraging so you you're so smart how you explain things like all right question two (laughs) the political divide has gotten worse this year how do you see it ending if ever i don't think it's gotten worse this year i think it's stayed steady since trump was president i think it depends on where you live yeah that could Mm. be but i feel like like since trump was elected in there's been this massive divide even worse than obama because i feel like we saw a divide during obama too but even worse was when Trump became president and it's only stayed. It's still here and it's still you still see all the like Trump supporters out here that have stayed true to their beliefs that are like, I just I don't think it's gotten better. Yeah, that's, that's what they said. They- worse. I don't I think it's been the same for the past however many years i think it's why i said i think it depends on where you live is because like we live in a state like california and when you look at like roe versus wade being overturned that this year that really didn't have an impact on us but for people in other states that had a significant impact on them like Mm -hmm. certain rights went away overnight for them because of so many how many trigger laws were were in place so do i do i think it's going to end no no, I don't. But I, I think this relates back to question one. I'm hopeful of it. I don't want to say dying out. But <laughs> like, I think the old way of thinking is quickly becoming. It, it's not something that that can be kept up because the, the facts are just too much in, in our face. For example, when you look at something like climate change, 
how many people over the years have said it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. And now that it's in our face every season, it's really hard to say that it doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's very, very difficult. Hurricanes more prominent. Tornadoes are worse. Storms are worse. It's polar vortexes are are crushing, you know, Texas, like droughts, wildfires. It, It just exists exists everywhere. There's 33 million people in the world who are climate refugees right now, 33 million, because their homes are damn near becoming, they can't live in them. They're inhabitable. inhabitable. So I don't know. Um, I think it will probably remain the same until it becomes too painful for them not to change their minds, just like other things. You know, I don't see the gun debate going anywhere anytime soon. what I am hopeful on, though, is that as it stays in like the public focus, people continue to talk about it and it continues to stay relevant and we keep making strides in the right direction. But, like, I feel it's not simple oh. as over or not over. Like, that's not how people work. Right. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. I think what's going to happen is obviously there's going to be like this, this divide is not going to worsen. I think it is what it is. It's we're, we're divided, right? Like you believe this or you believe that like you're left or you're right. Now, what I do think will happen is our different parties will start to pop up. And I think that eventually the old Republican party will die away and this new Republican party will become prominent. And I think that um, ultimately there will be people that leave that party and and create an, a new a new party that is Republican old. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm like, and you know, no, I think and it I makes, know no, that you I know think that it makes sense because that's what I think too. I think it's gonna we're gonna be divided as long as for sure as long right. as we have a really like like strong two party system. I do right. think I democracy think that, as we know it is dying. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, and I think that. We are going to see some dark days ahead of us. I do think that depending on what happens in the next, you know, few elections is going to determine a lot in our nation's future. And and honestly, you know what? Democracy as we know it, it's not going to continue because I just don't see I don't see that it's it's not sustainable in modern day. Yeah. And it's also not working very well. Well, it's also when you look at how close elections are right now, right? Like they're so close that the losers are screaming fraud, right? Like, but it's, it's, it's so close because so many more people are voting. And do I think that we're going to see a bigger, a bigger, you know, um, numbers in elections with, with hopefully left-leaning candidates winning? Yes. I think that's going to, that's going to happen because I feel like generation, uh z is like coming in and they're like you know what no i'm sorry no (laughs) we're not we're not voting we don't believe in any of this bullshit that you're peddling we're gonna vote for this person um but i also think that at you know there's so much hate in this country right now so much hate that's been uncovered that has been alive for however many years and 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 we we had this candidate that came in that was made it that made it okay to hate out loud again, and it's hard to put that hate back in a box. So that stuff, I don't think it's going to change, and I think it will get worse. Um, so that I I'm really a pessimist though, like through and through. I think in the so, next ten years we're going to see an entirely new political system in this country. I do think democracy, how it stands, how it has stood here for two hundred and seventy years, is is going to cease to exist. Mm-hmm. 
I do. Uh, it has to because it, yeah. the pillars that hold up our civilization, our government, our our standards, they're crumbling under the weight of of this misinformation campaign that's that's right. taking place. Yeah. Um, and I know that for a lot of people, I don't. And I understand this question was probably asked in a in it's shrouded in a little bit of fear, but like we were talking about on here um, in the last question, change isn't always bad. It's scary. It's scary because you don't know what's next and the unknown is scary. And I think that transitional period is going to be dangerous and it's going to be hard to get through. And I think it's going to be terrifying, especially depending on where you live. But I, I don't think the outcome is going to be worse than what we have. I think it's going to be better. So. Okay. We got the, we got the we got the really ouchy ones out of the way. <laughs> uh, number three, do you think there's any merit to the theory that there is a Hollywood cabal? What does that mean? Like uh, the secret society in Hollywood that's like doing sex trafficking with minors and stuff. One hundred percent, I do. I don't. I think no, I do. I think that there are. <clears throat> excuse me predators in hollywood mm -hmm. we've seen you know from hard from a lot of you know cory feldman and, Einstein, yeah 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 so i do think that there are predators that preyed on a lot of 80s child actors 100%. 90s child actors um hopefully it's been outed enough that it's less common now but probably not but as far as like um there was that one clip that went around. I want to say it was like Sandra Bullock or um, Julia mm -hmm. Roberts oh, talking about like bathing in baby blood and stuff. Like, yeah, whatever. that kind of stuff. No, I don't think that there's like the mm -hmm. stuff that Jim Carrey says on his interviews about the Illuminati and like that kind of stuff, I think is just urban legend and something for people to gossip about. But I do think there think is a problem with children being. Well, I think there's a problem with children being trafficked and and sex trafficking in the world, the nation in the world, one hundred percent. But like, I think that it's interesting that a lot of times people um, that that really shout about it are these ultra alt right, you know, right wing people that are like, it's the Democrats in Hollywood that are doing that. And then you see people like Andrew fucking Tate get nailed for Matt it. Gates. So it's like, yeah, like Matt Gates. That's so why it's I like, think that it happens. I do think it happens, but I think yeah. we need to refocus where it's actually happening. I, I don't think it's Hollywood. Well, people, I think that's just like a shroud of like, this is where it's at. Look over here so we can fuck around over here. That's just like, that's, that's that misdirection te technique that I think really exists. And I just don't, I don't like it and I hate it. And it makes me feel so fucking mad because I feel like people get bad raps about it because they're being, all these right wing assholes are saying this shit about them. And it's like, Wait a second! Your own right wing dickheads are the ones doing this. Not Jim Jordan. Not, they're the worst yeah. offenders. Yeah. Yes. Well, so it's, it's like yes, it's kids, happening, but wasn't Hollywood the question though, just in Hollywood? It wasn't. Right. It wasn't. No, it was the Hollywood cabal. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. With Hollywood, okay. like with people that are ultra rich and ultra famous, there's a level of like secrecy and a level mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. um, it, this sort of like innate like you know um what's the word i'm looking for 
uh, like exclusivity and that sort of stuff. So I think because of that level of unknown, it's really easy to say there's something mysterious going on because they're on dating apps. Regular people are not allowed to go on and they go to vacations that regular people can't go on. And so this, there's this level of stuff that they're allowed to do. And let's be honest, a lot of them get out of stuff, get out of trouble, get out of speeding tickets, get out of that kind of stuff because of their notoriety and that sort of stuff. So, so not that I understand like the thought process, cause I think it's fucking stupid. The whole like Wayfair, Ellen DeGeneres, like, you know, you can order children through like the Pizzagate stuff. Like it's so stupid, but you can see how the sort of QAnon brain goes to that because of the, you know, the, it is a secret society. Mm-hmm. Not, but it is sort of like their own secret, really rich, really famous club they're in. I think I 100% agree. And I think people's brains are wired to like take the shortest cut possible. So they see a problem with something as serious as like child sex trafficking, which do not make any mistake, I think is a massive problem in in the right. world like everywhere yeah, i'm not i'm not that. playing that down at all but right. i think it's easy for people to take the shortcut of being like well it must be these super rich people that do have all these secret you know clubs and and things that they get away with and blah 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 that we can't see because i don't know anybody that human traffics like that that's that's how people's brain works they can't possibly imagine that people that they work with or know or have dated or whatever are capable of doing these types of things when humanity is much more fucking complicated than that. Here's why I don't think like a cabal and, and when they, when they're referencing this, I'm assuming that they mean something like super insidious and like devil worshiping kind of like they've sold their souls to the Illuminati or whatever. Here's why I don't think it exists. <laughs> I think we'd know what about it. What are you it. saying doesn't exist though? I, I, I guess I'm getting, confused because i said yes i believe it exists in hollywood what so what are you saying that like, that you don't believe it exists exists where in I hollywood my question you don't believe human trafficking exists no i in yes of course I'm confused, i think human I guess. okay i think human trafficking exists everywhere okay. i don't think sandra bullock is washing her face with baby blood the, i don't those think extreme those extreme things, things. Okay, okay, and the yeah, reason yeah. why the specificity of it's celebrities yeah only celebrities right okay yeah i I don't agree with that either okay and the reason why is yes they are super exclusive and ultra like private and money buys that type of stuff right like i'm convinced that the richest person on the planet we don't even know their name like that that's the kind of note like secrecy and privacy that that kind of money provides like elon musk all of them whoever the owner of blackwater is is the richest man on the planet like whoever that that dude is who we wouldn't know if we passed him on the street that's the that's the motherfuckers you got to be worried about mm-hmm. but despite all of that privacy and and secrecy and exclusivity they're able to purchase there is a million people that are just like me and you that work in that industry and if they were truly you know cutting babies open to bathe in their blood if they were able to actually do all of this we would it would be well known. No NDA is actually going to be able to keep that quiet. It wouldn't be these little like, 
ghost stories that you tell around a campfire. Like, I'm sorry if you're just a a grip that makes 50 grand a year and you see Sandra Bullock dumping baby blood on her face, you're going to tell people fucking NDA, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's just that type of extreme behavior isn't something you can keep quiet that way because she has people that work for her she has people that work in her house like it's just not going to happen and and there's people out there too there's people on tiktok that don't give a fuck about ndas Mm -hmm. and expose everything and once the job's done yeah they expose everything that happened with the celebrities yeah no i i agree i totally agree and the people that talk about like if she washes her face in baby's blood or whatever they're like oh well I know, but they're like, Not well, Sandy. how do you explain? How do you explain that like certain people in Hollywood are not aging? Like plastic surgery, and, you know, Sandra yeah. Bullock. They have really plastic good doctors. Surgery. Absolutely, yeah. they have plastic surgeons, and they have all the best skincare products, mm-hmm. and they have regular Botox and all facials and all this stuff that they do because of their And if it was your job to work out and look perfect all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> If I millions of dollars that. were dependent on it, you would do it. Right. And yeah. I would be, I would look like I was 30 fucking three years old instead of 109. Sandra right. Bullock is like an American sweetheart. Like, have you ever seen any of her interviews? Like, and not that that like matters because I know people can be different when they're being interviewed, but like, come on. I've even seen her right. bomb one of her good friends, Jennifer, Ant- it's on TikTok or YouTube or something, where she bombs one of her friends' interviews. Like, I promise you, that's not the type of psychopath that's bathing in baby's blood. You know who right. probably like, is? is fucking Matt Gates. all right? <laughs> right? Know, like, come <laughs> yeah. on. Right. It's that so this crazy. Is, this is where I think it's so interesting. It's that, that that's why, I, I mean, and this might be my own conspiracy theory, in my own head is that I truly think it is like a smoke and mirrors type of thing. They like people like these all right wing fucking astics that think that, you know, their shit doesn't stink. And they're, they're the ones that are doing the shit that is wrong. They're the ones that are throwing stones from their glass fucking houses. And it's so frustrating because they have sown so much distrust in the media that now they're able to say that media is lying. The media is lying. Like Matt Gates is like, the media is lying. No, motherfucker. There's literally proof that you're a, you're a disgusting human being, not to mention your fucking Neanderthal forehead, but also <laughs> proof that you are a fucking horrible human fucking being. And Fuck you for saying that it's the media. There's proof. But because that fucking base is so brainwashed into thinking that everything they're told is false, unless it's coming from Fox fucking news, this is this is the problem. So when we think about like the Hollywood cabal and like, did is Ellen DeGeneres really a Satan worshiper? And did Sandra Bullock wash her face with children's blood? And is Meryl Streep, you know... A witch who the fuck knows and who the fuck cares if it if Meryl Streep's a witch I mean I'd worship her I she's do but also, she's so good right like who cares what she was but I'm just saying like at the end of the day like it's because the, this right-wing base has sown so much distrust into so many outlets that 
we not necessarily should quote unquote trust, but that we get our information from that they're just like, they're able to get away with whatever well, the they want. It's now. also a huge, it's not hard. That's if you, if you take away all of the, the insidious comments and just kind of like the, the extravagance that's that's draped around it and you peel all those layers away and you just look at it as the most plain human reaction possible a lot of these people have that reaction because they're jealous they're pissed off that they have to work 60 hours a week to keep a roof over their head and feed their families when these people in hollywood all they do is look pretty and act for a few months a year and have millions and millions and millions of dollars at their disposal yeah, it, it's not fair. Like it, it, it's the same reason that you see them light up like NFL players and basketball players and baseball players. They're pissed that they're slaving away at their jobs daily. And these people who have a talent have monetized that talent and are, are the richest people on the planet. They're, and they're now, angry. And they vote for the very party right. that doesn't want them to be better. That doesn't want to give them more money. Right. And I'm not saying like, that's a, that's a whole different conversation about like actual hours of labor spent and what it's worth like individually. And if that talent Mm -hmm. is equal to like 10 people's yearly salary, like that's a whole different conversation. And I'm not saying they're wrong to be pissed that because they look pretty on a screen that they're worth more money than their family will ever acquire in their, like the fact that Sandra Bullock can do one movie and make more money than any of our families combined will be able to cobble together over six lifetimes. Do I think that's fair? No, but I also don't think she sold her soul to the devil for it. Right. I don't, I think life is not fair. I mean, she's Sandra Bullock. And I keep using her because she's such an outrageous one that it's like, how would you even accuse her of something like that? I'm going to go see every Sandra Bullock movie. (laughs) Right. That's what I'm saying, I guess. But I think it really, (laughs) I think it really comes down to just plain and simple human jealousy that they have to work so hard to stay afloat. And we have people in America that are starving to death and living on the streets yeah. where she can work for a few months and, and make more money than we could ever dream of. Yeah. I think it's a much more human reaction. So they're an easy target, yeah. especially because they're never going to meet them. They're never going to know them. They have no stakes in the game by accusing these people of anything. Right. These people, Sandra Bullock right. doesn't know any of us exist. <laughs> she never will. Sorry, I Bert. I need to does. break this to you. I- she probably listens to her podcast but it's, you, i'm just saying it's like a low stakes she'd game like us. she'd like us it's a low stakes <laughs> game to be able to blame someone for your for your doubt for your struggle it's easy it's the same reason that it's easy for people to blame black people here's the thing though too like i i watch a lot of celebrity again tiktok i watch a lot of celebrity tiktok they are able to do things and put themselves in situations that not a lot of us would be able to do. I would not be able to go on a stage and make a presentation or be in a talk show with hundreds and thousands of the world watching and be as composed and funny and vibrant as a lot of these people are able to be. Not everybody acts well in those Mm -hmm. kind of situations. So like maybe, yes, do they kind of have it easy Maybe you could look at it like that, but if you actually look into some of these people's lives, like they are have stage fright, they have fears that they have to get over. Like it's not just an easy process for them; they freak out before they have to go do certain scenes. Or look at women in the industry; they age out at thirty. Look at Kate Winslet; she trained oh. hard to be able to do that Avatar scene. Like mm-hmm. it's not oh my God, just she. 
She beat the fuck out of Tom Cruise's record, even though you know yeah, I like they, they don't have I it. I don't Kate. think it's easy. Yes, do they make a million times more money? I than agree the rest with you. Of us? Yeah. Yes, but they don't have it super easy. Well, and could like, any they, of us really sit there and read the comments that are made about them? Could you imagine oh, Zach up here oh having my God, a or me? comment? Oh my God, you two would be a fucking blubbering ball of goo I every day. I already am. I already am when I read it. Everybody hates me. Yes, everybody hates me. Okay, question four. Do you think Elon Musk is having some kind of mental breakdown? No. I just think he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh. No. Do you want to tell us more about that? Yeah. Well, and I don't want to say this. mental <laughs> breakdown. I should t- I should take that back. Um, mental breakdown is is not the right word. He is autistic. And so I think that there are some decisions that he makes that given his self-pronounced lack of social skills and that sort of stuff make a lot of sense. Actually, that does make a lot of sense it does make sense well well said well said also he's still a dick well 100 percent. that yeah, yeah that's not like an excuse i can just see where it's like like you know, where there's some stuff that i'm like oh yeah that's 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 an interesting choice like but i kind of take that into consideration that he is autistic i also think he's just a product now of reading twitter for like 20 hours out of the day and he's stuck in this like weird algorithm of likes and retweets and and quoted retweets and like i i think he's trapped himself in this listen elon musk is and yeah he's an asshole and I, do i if you were to compare it to what kanye west mental breakdown that we've all been watching publicly no i don't think it's the same thing but i hope he goes away like I don't hope he dies, but I hope we don't have to hear about Elon Musk as much next year. Like, yeah, how's that? Nice. I okay. think he also just has a level of money that is like he doesn't he's he doesn't assimilate with anyone. Like he doesn't yeah. have to follow social norms or social cues or anything like that because he's just like so rich that he's always going to be so rich. His money is going to make money if he never works a day in his life again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you guys think cancel cultural culture is finally starting to die down? I think it's, it seems to be, you know, from like the media, we don't hear about it as much, but it also, it, it's almost like, um, I don't stuff think it'll ever go away. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to go away, but I think it's like, it was hated on so much for a period that people don't outright call it let's cancel this person it's just hey this person did something so let's kind of slowly like let them fade I back think it's like Kanye idea. West was the final major cancel well I think the whole idea <laughs> is just stupid right I feel like it was just like a right-wing battle cry of like yeah. a second I feel like they made it more of a like thing that it actually was because some people some people just get canceled you know it's canceled uh michael jackson r kelly when you molest children you get canceled and so you know what i mean so i think they just took that as like I think they, they labeled it ran with it yeah yeah, like yeah roseanne, for- you know roseanne did that whole ambient thing where she claims she was on ambient and she made a racist comment after that everybody was like 
completely cancel Roseanne. So I think people do stuff that's dumb and everybody kind of is like, yeah, we're not supporting that person anymore. And the right side really put a label on it and said, blamed it on the left and said, oh, they're the cancel culture people, you know, and tried to like make it a thing when really when people do stupid shit, people aren't going to support them anymore. And that's all it is. It's it's capitalism at work. It's the free market. If someone does something so insidious that I don't want to give them any more of my money, I don't have to. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I agree with you, Stace. I don't know why. I, I think it's a, it's a false dichotomy. Like, you don't get to behave badly and still expect people to give you money. I like, agree. it's just, I think people's standards of behavior have changed, especially in the last 10 years. Like, Listen, you back in, even in 2012, gay was used as like a verb for things or an adjective, like, oh my God, that's so gay, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. That That's not acceptable anymore. The word, you know, the R word, you can't even say it anymore. Like, it, that's not acceptable anymore. There's like, there has just been, and that's because of Gen Z, honestly, like there's a level of, no, you can't do those things anymore. Like, you're not going to, you don't get to just say and do and treat people however you want without any type of consequence. And totally. I don't I think like it's fair to call media. it cancel culture as much as, oh, look, it's the consequences of your actions coming back. The only difference from then to now is the fact that social media just makes it so mm-hmm. everyone finds out about your indiscretions so mm-hmm. much quicker and wider Mm-hmm. That, that that the ramifications are a lot more swift. And I don't think exactly. it's I don't think it's that people can't be redeemed. Like I've right. seen I've seen some genuine like apologies people have made and I've been like, wow, that they seem like they really mean it or Will like yeah, yeah, Will Smith, genuine apology. Like there's people that say things and do things the wrong way and are like, Hey, I'm learning and I'm doing my best and I will do better in the future and you know, whatever. I so much of it is dependent on how they handle it afterwards. Right. Yep. Do they double right. down or right. do they try to do better? Mm-hmm. But also how bad it is because like right. Rose sure. tried yeah. to blame Ambien and say sorry. And <laughs> everybody was like, nope. Will Smith, on the other hand, has never been in the public's eye for doing anything wrong. He slaps Chris Rock and all of a sudden like everybody's like, oh, what a terrible guy. He does this heartfelt apology. He says, I'm working on myself, all these things. And people were more likely to forgive him because... Mm-hmm. This is the first time he's been in the public eye for something bad. Well, and I think just because, like you said, it was a genuine apology, right? He didn't try and give a bunch of excuses. Right. Some reasoning behind where he was at and what his mental state was like. and right. But he didn't try and make any of those excuses for his behavior. He wasn't like, I was drunk and I'm an right. asshole. Like, it was just right. more like, I'm just in a bad spot. And and I'm working on it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. fixing it. And here's what I'm doing to fix it. Because that was uncalled for. Well, and I think that cancel cancel culture isn't the right phrase for it. I think it's more of, I think, I think it comes from because it typically happens to rich people, right? I, I think it's because right. of this huge sweep we've seen, and no, we want to see even people who are wealthy be held accountable for things, right? So it's or, and not just people, but like you know, we don't eat at Chick Fil A. Or right. people don't shop at Hobby Lobby because, you know, they actively not only do they not support gay people, they actively donate money to organizations that try to take their rights away. So it's not just people. It's things that, you know, are a- Nike or whatever, not, you know, yeah. companies, Subway. Some people are very, you know, 
like vocal about not eating right. at Subway because of what's his name. And, you know, yeah. so it's not just famous people, it's things, but that's like Jack said, it's consequences for your actions. It's not cancel yeah. culture. Can I ask you your, your guys's opinion on something? So this, this is kind of like a little off topic, but not because you just brought up Chick-fil-A. So Gail is, uh, works with a girl who, uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer and they've been doing like a meal train for her, which is really cool. And I think it's really awesome. Um, and the other day, uh, someone gave Gail money to, to basically say to this girl, order whatever, we'll order whatever you want on DoorDash and we'll send it to you. And she came back to, and Gail was like, can you do this for me? Cause you know, I don't do technology very well. And I'm like, yeah, I can do it. So she wanted, this girl wanted Chick-fil-A. I literally, it, I, I didn't, I wanted so badly to say no. Like, can you pick something different? Would that have been out of line or should I have? Because it, it literally made me nauseous to I think in the moment this. it probably would have been out of line considering what she's going through yeah. and considering the fact that she might just not know. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, think, I did. Yeah, I, I, think it, I did it. I ordered it. I mean, I didn't. I mean, you know me. I'm not going to be like, no. We're going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, but it's I just your money so... to not give to them when you earn the money and like it's your yeah. money you don't want to give them your money because you're like, fuck those people. But if it's right. somebody else's money and somebody else's order and that's all she yeah. wants, then like, okay. yeah, you kind of right. have to do it, it because it took everything. I texted Gail. I was like, are you kidding me? She wants Chick-fil-A and Gail's like, Aaron, I was just like, I, Oh my God. Like I literally had to have a come to Jesus moment with Katie. I was like, Katie, you cannot go to Chick-fil-A any longer. Like, I don't know what the fuck else. And, you know, like, there's that Hate fortune chicken. Feamsters. Well, Hate she's chicken. like, she's like, there's that fortune Feamsters special where she's like, <laughs> their chicken doesn't taste like it hates like, gay hate people. people. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm like, Katie, no, it's, it's just, a, it's a fucking principle. So it was just really hard. And I'm, I thank you for, I did what I thought I should do, which was just order it and shut the fuck up, which is it what sucks. I did. But yeah, it was hard. Oh well, also, I know that none of us are giving our money to Chick-fil-A. And I had the same kind of thing. I had to go to Hobby Lobby to get stuff for my daughter's wedding. And I told uh, my mom, I said, it sucks that I have to go here, but they have what I need. And I, I live in an area. Yeah. Yeah. I live it in sucks. an area where I don't have a lot of options. Mm -hmm. And right. this is what I need at this time. And so I told right. her, I said, I'm going to go up to the register and when they say, because they always say, oh, what are you creating? What are you working on? You know, I'm going to say, this is for my gay daughter's wedding. <laughs> God, I'm not <laughs> happy about buying it here. <laughs> oh, well, she didn't? Yes. Uh. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's certain things that are, are, are flexible, right? What, yes, you're in a situation where you're helping with someone who has breast cancer. Th that trumps, listen, you're not shutting Chick-fil-A down yeah. by not giving them your $10 or whatever right. it costs. Yeah. So right. if that, that brought that funny, girl some, pe like whatever. And then, I mean, it is kind of poetic justice that it went towards a gay wedding. So like to Hobby Lobby, it, it's it, so much of it is relative too, because those places like they employ people and, you know, I do get irritated when someone goes, I know, but I just really like their lemonade. And I'm like, oh, do you like their lemonade more than you like my rights? Because that's right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
Like it's those kind of like blase comments about it that I can't, I I can't handle, but you know, I think there's gray in life, right? Like you, you end up in these situations and Aaron, you did the right thing by ordering it. Stacey, you did the right thing by giving your daughter what you wanted for a wedding. Like there's, there's gray moments that we all have to face. I wonder if I post like on Instagram, make it public, post a picture of the wedding and say, shout out to Hobby Lobby for supplying. Oh my God, please do that. (laughs) This stuff. I wonder if I would get hate comments from people saying, why are you supporting them? Like they are anti-LGBT. Or if I would get a bunch of people saying like, ah, that's funny. Like you like shout out to Hobby Lobby. Be a mixed bag. Yeah. Be a mixed bag. All right. 2023 goals slash resolutions. Cause I don't make resolutions. I make I goals. Hate resolutions. Yeah. All right. I don't have to do it. No, no I want to talk about it. Me too. Go to 2023. Just trying to do better and be better. Like you don't need to like write a list of like resolutions because then when you don't like reach them, your goals or whatever, then you feel bad. So just know that you're going to be and do better going in. I like goals. I like achievable benchmarks that I can check off. I know. I need to <laughs> hold myself accountable. On <laughs> There's things that I would like to work on in going into 2023. Like, all right, what are they? Let's start talking about them. I'm ready. I, I would ready like to. to try to make myself stop worrying about thing, future things that could possibly happen and focus more on what's happening in my life now. Because with my that one out, let me know. <laughs> right, yeah, you tell me how to do that. It, yeah, it's so... hard, you know, with works, jobs, families, life situations, whatever. Like I have stressed myself out so much over the last six months about things that could ha- that could happen. <laughs> it's like you're real. If, if the bad thing does happen, it's like you you've already been living it for the last six months like like you're just so it's like why deal with the stress and the whatever twice and also let me offer you a little a little tool that will help you avoid that okay here's a tool you were gonna say no no can i offer you some feedback here's the here's the other reason too that you don't stress about things that could happen in six months to 12 months because you also don't know what tools are going to be available to you in six months or 12 months or what options are going to be available to you to help you through whatever situation may arise so if you're stressing about something you don't realize all the opportunities you may also have at that time to help you through it so there's no point worrying about it because there could be good things available to you also right but that's impossible to look at it like that. Like I, I, I like for, for people that stress about certain things or like work or life or whatever, like I, I would like to just, whatever the situation is, you're not going to tell me, Oh, there could be tools there. Well, that doesn't matter. Cause I don't have them right now. Like I, I would just like to get better about that and like learn how to calm my anxiety and my stress about stuff like that. Because I think that I lose a lot in the present worrying about things that could possibly never even happen sure yeah and like I stress about the dumbest shit but it's not dumb to me and yeah. it's like I I, I want to be I want to look I want to be better about letting stuff like that go that I have no control over or that the control that I do have over of it I've already done everything I could possibly do to make that outcome the best outcome possible and just until it happens, let it go. 
Like I, I really want to try to focus on that in 2023 and like figure out different tools to, or different mindsets to work through stuff like that. Uh, that's a good so. goal, Joel. That's yeah, that's a good one. Because I feel like that's something all of us struggle with. Everybody struggles with that. It's hard. Dressing. There's so Shut much out. to worry about these days. Like jobs, family, money, outcomes of people or whatever. Like there, there's so much stuff or like court cases or you know whatever you have going on in your life. Like I've just, in 2022, I have just consumed myself with worry about my future and like I've made myself sick over it like I've lost sleep over it I've lost probably good days over it like Mm -hmm. probably really fun good interactions with people over it because I've been in my head about shit that I can't do anything about now and like I think I'm losing a lot of stuff that I used to enjoy because I'm becoming the older I get, I'm becoming a more and more worried person about things. And like, I really want to try to figure out how to, how to let things go. So that's my goal is to try to, is to try to balance that out in my head. I think if you can get away with planning something like quarterly that you look forward to. So like once every three months, something kind of significant so that when things are hard or are stressful, you're like, well, okay. If I can make it to this day though, I'm going to get a break for, you know, a few days. Like sometimes those little milestones are super helpful to help you get through the drudgery of the day-to-day rat race. And listen, I know not everyone, it doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money doing it. That's not what I'm, I'm talking about. It can be anything. You could just plan a day for yourself at your house where you're like, I'm not going to do laundry this day. And I'm not going to do dishes. Like I'm just going to take a day and I'm going to sit in the bath and I'm going to read a book or like whatever. Like it doesn't have to be I'm going to Mexico or I'm going to what? Like, that's not what I mean. That's honestly how I've coped with like the last few months when certain things got set back to longer dates. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my holidays. I'm going to enjoy my family. I'm going to enjoy being in the present and I'm going to deal with this after this date. But now that that date's getting closer and closer and closer, my anxiety is just like, tick, 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 tick. Like I gave myself this two month, break and now that it's just getting closer and closer it's like I'm starting to lose sleep again I'm starting to have certain things again and it's like you know what I really need to figure out how to like manage that better and like even when it is getting closer or if you're if if if, if something's gonna happen or if you're worried about something like just deal with it when it happens it's not it's probably, probably not even gonna be worst case scenario you know but like I always it's just hard. It's just hard. So that's what I want it to is work hard. on. Yeah, that's what, that's hard. what I want to work on this year is like managing my stress and worry better and trying to enjoy what I'm going through right now and stop worrying about what could happen in, you know, five months. Good for you. Yeah. So. yeah that's awesome, Julie. Stacy. I think which one you, <laughs> I think mine it's, I don't want to say like, I want to be more selfish, but I want to be more selfish with my mental health as far as saying no to things, because I have a bad problem with saying yes to everything and then being super stressed out when the time comes and having to do that thing. Um, So saying no to more things, but also utilizing my people because there are people in my life that I know don't mind helping 
and also like um like jack's called the other morning because she knew i was stressed out and literally i was like on the edge and just her saying i'll be there soon i just wanted to check on you i love you this is all gonna be okay it's all gonna be over and then like it life goes back to normal just that little bit of like that changed my entire outlook and i was like more excited and more like calm and so i need to utilize the people in my life that make me feel better call when i'm stressed out and talk about it instead of just always i can handle this i'm a strong person i'm doing everything on my own you know but also like use the good people in my life and take less away from the bad people don't let them control my emotions when because you know everybody has a couple people in their life that are more drama than other people. emotional vampires Oh. Yes, that totally <laughs> drain you emotionally. Don't give them so much power and kind of start to like phase them out so that they don't have. Oh, can we out. start a list? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, mean, yes. I got to scroll. I want to make list. your list. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, yeah. And I'll be calling you Marjax. That's it's actually okay. a really good point. Like d- d- giving those people less of your time and your energy and giving the people that give you good energy, giving them back your good energy. Cause sometimes I feel like too, we have people in our life. Jax is one of them for me too, that she always makes me feel good. I feel like we, I never go out of my way to make sure that she's feeling good because, because my good energy is going on other people. Well, cause my good energy is going on other people that make me not worry about them, but that kind of like suck that energy out of me. And I don't focus enough energy on the people that are my rocks and my backbones and that right. are there for me because so much of myself is going towards things that, and there's always going to be friends, you know, it's, it's a teeter totter, right? So sometimes your friends need you and sometimes you're there for them. And sometimes yeah. they're just not capable of being there for you. And, and, and I get that, but for the most, all of us have people in our life that are just, like Jack said, blood suck, like <laughs> the emotional vampires that we tend to focus a lot more of our energy on because we feel like they need that. But then that takes away from the people then that are there for us. Right. That's a good, exactly. that's a, that's a good one. That's a, yeah. that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Same. Look well, I'm going to have a mental breakdown this year and freak you all out. How about that? Oh, no, thanks. No, thanks. Please don't call me. Jim <laughs> Jax has a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> all of us will crumble with you. <laughs> what? You're having, you're having a hoot. A what? Drink more water. You'll be fine. Jax told oh, me that one time. time. Look at the time. Drink more water. You'll be fine. Drink some water. You'll be fine. Stacy, what are your uh, what are your goals for this year? Okay, so obviously, <laughs> can I pick okay. yours? Work life balance. Can we work on that? <laughs> work life balance is one of them. Really, just doing things for myself. So, like being more active, eating healthier, going more places, like going out more. Um, I've been dressing like a slob kebab nonstop because I just like have no desire to want a to try slob and kebab. You. And you I have a way though, Stacy, of always looking fancy. 
What did you say? You just have a way about yourself of always looking fancy. I like the term slob kebab. Can we make that happen this year? Slob kebab look for a while now. So especially like at work and stuff. So I need to start like dressing cuter makes me feel better. So I need to start doing that again. And then like, um, I think just like, yeah, doing more stuff for myself. Being yeah. more selfish in 2023. Yeah, yeah. And well, and I shouldn't even say like doing more stuff for myself because I feel like I do things for myself, but um feeling like I have a little bit better handle on my anxiety, like trying to get back into the stuff that I haven't been doing because of my anxiety. That makes mm. Yeah. That's gonna be like that's what? a that's a big goal. That's it's yeah. a big lift. Like yeah. what? Just like um like I mean, I've gone like a few places here and there, but like I haven't like been traveling a whole lot or like I don't like go to the movies. I don't go out to dinner. I don't do that kind of stuff that often. So, you know, that kind Why of Why does the movies make you anxious? Because sometimes they make me anxious too. And I don't get what it is. Is, is it because like, you know, you're going to have to sit here for a certain amount of time and like, I don't even think it's specifically like the movies I think it's just like we didn't do certain things for such a long time because of COVID so it's mm. not even like the idea of like going to a movie theater it's just that like it doesn't dawn on me to go do things right because I'm so used to just like I go to work slob kebabbing at home slob kebab yeah slob. I, I kind of like the idea of giving each other things to do like what if like we all give each other nicely very nicely (laughs) things to accomplish in 2023 because we definitely see like ourselves in a different light than other people see us so yeah Yeah. an interesting idea scary i already have stuff for all of you should we start (laughs) Okay. <laughs> that's next Jackie episode next episode Jackie should give us what she thinks our uh our resolutions should be right oh, oh, that's not enough I don't want Jack's homework no <laughs> oh my god right no thanks Tom Hanks we're all gonna be stressed out <laughs> god. I like Jack you guys good you ones. like yourself no I think he has good ones I feel like Jax loves all of us. She I would do. give us things that what she sees in us because we all go to her with our problems. So she would give us things that it would make true. our lives easier, better. That's true. Well, she already said what mine okay. is. <laughs> and, and then we're all going to come up with some for you. Please. I love self-enrichment. Let's do it. Spend more time with the BFF. <laughs> let, let your gasoline go below a quarter of a tank. No, oh! absolutely not. I will not do that. Anxiety. She doesn't have anxiety. <laughs> I will not be doing that this year or any year. You have to be prepared. You know what? When you're prepared, you don't have to worry about stuff. You Did know, I miss Aaron's? Was, was Aaron I hasn't gone yet. Aaron's no, I haven't gone oh, yet. I, I want to hear Aaron. I thought we were going to yeah. skip me. Hey, I was hoping. Um, <laughs> what's the question? What was the question? Gold going into 2023. Come on, Zach. My goal, my resolution, my goal, whatever. Um, I don't know. Obviously, we've all we've all heard me go on and on about how much I can't stand myself, and I think I'm disgusting and awful and ugly. Don't say anything. Thank you. I just I really seriously cannot stand myself. I just can't. I don't look in the mirror. I don't like myself. Um, so I'm, I'm my, I've been doing this whole fucking thing in like the last 
what, five, six years is I need to lose weight so I can like myself. Right. Like, so, um, I know I'm not severely overweight, but I just want to fit in my clothes comfortably, comfortably. Like, right. Like I just, I want to be when your to... good pair of jeans stops fitting right. It, it makes you feel it's... some type of way in the morning. Right. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like, yeah. I just, and then I'm like, uh, and then I got this bowl full of jelly on my belly and it's just not, it's not a good thing for me, but I have decided that instead of saying I want to lose X amount of pounds or whatever, I would like to like myself again. And I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on enjoying the person that I am and trying to find the good qualities in myself that other people, for whatever reason, see. And um, I'm going to I'm going to see if maybe they're right. They, Y'all could be wrong. Who knows? You probably are. But We're it not. doesn't matter. Um, the fact that we all like, agree on them, I don't think we're wrong. No, I just think you guys, it's like a conspiracy. Oh, it's a cabal. Or the cabal. The Aaron cabal. Um, I, I so, think sometimes it's hard to take feedback, like positive feedback from people that you know, love and care about you. Cause you're like, oh, you're required to say that. But when right. you get a compliment from like a stranger, it's different. But when it's people that you know are yeah. trying to make you feel better, sometimes you're like, oh, whatever. It's like but getting a, it's like when you said the yeah. last one, like, like, like when Gail says, you're pretty, you're gorgeous, I love you. It's like, you're supposed to say that. Right. And, like we, and, we, don't, say and that. we don't actually believe them right. when they yeah. say yeah. that. Yeah, okay, totally. So, but my thing too is like, I feel like instead of I'm going to lose weight to like myself, I'm going to like myself. And then hopefully like liking myself causes me to want to be more active and, and feel better in my skin. And not that that will make me lose weight, but maybe I'll just be okay with who I am. I don't know. It's like a crazy idea, but I just hope that throughout this, I I'm going to share my mental health journey on here because it is 100% a journey. Um, and, and you're helping people, Aaron. I've, I have phone calls with people after these that, that you're helping. Well, that's exciting. That's yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I really feel like me starting therapy this time. It's so much about me instead of the last couple of times I've done therapy. It's because something has happened to me that I've needed to learn how to deal with. But now it's like, I just want to learn how to like myself again and mm -hmm. understand that this is the package and this is, this is what's in it. And, and just because it may not be what I asked for, doesn't mean that it's not a good gift. Look at you. I'm a, I'm a writer. You. I'm a writer. I know. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it could really bomb who knows, but at this point, I feel pretty confident that I'm, I'm really, I'm really trying here. I really am. I started meditating again. I started, um, I actually, like I bought this weird, like neck thing that I saw on TikTok. So I like lay on the ground with this thing under my neck and I meditate for at least 10 to 15 minutes. And I feel really good about that. I started journaling again. I started writing again. So these are things that I think I need and I'm excited about it. Also, I am going to do the microdosing thing. I don't know if anybody's listening. Good for you. I yeah yeah I'm 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 doing it. So I'm going to start it and I'm going to do it. So we're going to see how if Speaking it works. If of the thing you were talking about that you lay on, have you guys seen the eye massager on TikTok? I want to say like Reflo, R E L O. L-O, something like that. Dildo? Okay. This girl did a review. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm not sponsored. I got it for Christmas. I just want to talk about it. 
So it's like, it looks like a virtual reality headset. It goes over your eyes. It massages your temples. It massages your eyes. And then it puts heat on your eyes. And people are saying that it's like game changer, that it's so amazing. People that get headaches are saying it helps with headaches. People that do it before going to bed say they sleep better. Like, there's there's amazing reviews. What is this? It's called, it's an, if you could just Google eye massager, it'll come up. Um, But there, I did it because I was like, that would be very helpful for my oldest. And they're doing a special where they're only like 50 bucks right now. So anybody that like wants to look into that, like I, I think it looks really cool. Cool. I'll tell you what, there are some things I bought on TikTok that I'm so fucking amazed, amazed with is I bought that headache helmet. That's like, just like a. It's like a gel thing that you put on and it's like cooling and it, I have migraines and it's a game changer. So believe me, there are some things on TikTok that really fucking work. All right. Here are my uh, goals for 2023. Number one. I can't wait to hear this. I am going to read 50 books this year. (laughs) 25 of them are going to be nonfiction. 25 of them are going to be for funsies. God, that's a lot of books. Good. Yeah. I always feel better when I read. I love Uh, so much. (laughs) My other goal is I want 50. Yeah. I want to make sure. So my wife is really good about making sure I have time to do the things that like I like and that help recharge me. And I want to make sure that she's taking the time to do that for herself. That's one every seven days. That's a once a that's one a week. So I want to be more, yeah. I want to be more proactive in it. And it's not like, I mean, whenever Lex asks me to go do something like, or tells me she's going to, I'm never like, no, you can't do that. But I want to push her more to go do those things that are good for her. So I want mm. to like, that's a good not one. wait for the opportunity, not wait for her to tell me she wants to, but say, why don't you go do this this weekend? Or why don't you go do that? Because she doesn't that's take enough idea. time for herself mm. and her mental health is imperative to the success of this family. So that's one of my goals to make sure that and she's think- doing it. With Lincoln being older and you guys having a good babysitter now, I think that's a totally achievable goal. Well, I mean, I would, I'm going to stay home with Lincoln. Like I want her to go do things without us to make her feel better. But I mean, the fact that he's okay with a babysitter, like he's obviously Mm -hmm. grown in that aspect to where she can leave. Yeah. And so that's, that's, and now that he's older, he's like, he does way better without her here. And it's just him and I, where he would start to freak out after a few hours before, but he functions better now. So he's getting older. He's getting older. So I want to make sure that she's taking the time to take care of herself because she needs to be reminded sometimes because she's such like a natural caretaker that she doesn't always do it unless pushed. She really Uh, is. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I want to, so books, I want to make sure that my wife is taking time for herself and that I'm being proactive about making sure that that happens. And my last one is I am going to pick a random spot in the United States and I am going to walk there this year, not actually walk there, but track my miles to walk there to, and hit like however far that is uh, there. And depending on how, like what part of the United States is back. So if it's on like this side of Colorado, I'm going to try and go there and back. If it's on the other side, maybe just there. That's a good but goal. I feel like that's like an obtainable one. Cause that's only like three miles, like every other day. And I feel like I can totally achieve that even with my schedule and like my, I work a lot of like late hours and late nights and stuff. And I think I can still meet that without stressing myself out about it. You know what I mean? But I do better if I have like a, I need to hit this 
Are you going to take a Thor? really good idea? Yeah. You can take, take Thor with you. Yeah. yeah. I would like to do that with you. Can I do that? Let's all do I it. Want, I want to do it too. Let's all do it. I Let's really all do like it. that idea. Let's all do it. There's probably an app we can download. For sure. To, to do it together. But if I just I tell myself. a mile and a half a day. But if I, I just tell that. myself like, oh, I'm going to walk like every day. That's harder for me to keep up with. And if I have like, I need to hit 10 miles by this date or 20 miles. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that works better for me. Because so, you can knock out two, three miles in one day. Well, and if you I know, know you my, you're not gonna have time the next day. If I know my right. schedule, because my schedule is so sporadic, if I need to do four or five in one day because I need to miss the next day, I know that it, it's easier for me to achieve. There's probably so, an app. There's I'm sure there's an app. Like so let's all do it. Let's I would do love it. to do that. I yeah. need to do that too. Hmm? And my last one is um that I I'm really trying to work on my not just passive patients but my active patients at work so um i try to be really cognizant of because of my position people are in my office constantly with problems and issues and things that come up in their lives and i try really hard to remind myself they could have been waiting three days to talk to me or two and i'm not trying to sound like an asshole right now i'm just not but i i understand that sometimes it takes people the nerve to like work up to come and talk to me or whatever and i also realize that a lot of people's jobs are dependent on whether or not i can see them and make a decision for them so i already try to treat each of them when they walk in as if they're the only thing that matters to me at that moment but i know i fall short so i'm going to really try to actively work on that. And when they come in, put my phone away. Don't look at my emails when they pop up. Like I'm, I'm really going to try and give them my full attention. And if I can't, because something important is going on or whatever, I want to get better about telling that, that at the beginning, like, Hey, I am expecting an email from the city manager or whatever. So I'm, if it pops up, I am going to have to check it. You would make me nervous too, as a boss. Like you don't make me nervous. I feel like she's the best boss ever. No, she's the best, but it's because we know her and we, and we know how approachable you are and how understanding and kind you are. But if just coming off the street, bitch, you would make me nervous. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to try and she's so smart. Like you're so smart. And you're oh, so God, like, you, you, you know what you're talking about. Like that would make me intimidated. Intimidated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're very, cause you, your intelligence is very intimidating. That's so I sad. get that. But people don't know what a little marshmallow you are. Like you're so <laughs> sweet and kind. Like you're like a peanut M&M. Like you're hard on the outside and you're so soft and squishy on the inside. Like they, like they what don't understand peanuts how. You knew that, what peanuts you know that are soft and squishy? <laughs> well, I'm peanut butter. Anyway, I'm going to. Peanut butter, peanut butter. I'm Reese's. You're yeah. Reese's. I'm going to really try and give more undivided attention when necessary to the people who take the time out of their day to come all the way down to my office to meet with me. And I'm going to try and and really be more present for those conversations. Those are the people you need to keep because you are so intimidatingly smart. Those are the motherfuckers that I think would be really good employees that have the balls to come talk to you. People say the same thing about me, Jax. Not that I'm too smart, but just that my size and my step. Well, how how I move is intimidating. You're smart. Like that's no one's scared to come into my office. They come in by the fucking truckload. I'm just going to try and be more. (laughs) And also with that, though, also goes with if I don't have time, 
and I genuinely don't to tell them, honestly, I don't have time right now. I know you've been waiting. Can we set up X, Y time so I can give you my undivided attention? So I don't want to be giving them half of it at any time. So that's, those are my, those are my four. You're such a good boss. Careful when you do that. People start making spreadsheets. Motherfucker, make a spreadsheet. I don't care. <laughs> she probably ejects a boy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yes. You know what? That that's perfect. <laughs> Jackson probably appreciate that. Yep. Any final <laughs> thoughts for our listeners going into 2023? Oh, I got something. Yeah. I know life gets in the way a lot of times, but I just want to thank our listeners for just hanging out with us every Mm. time they tune in. Thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for giving us your time and your laughter. And if you've cried or bitched at us or whatever, thank you. Like, thank you for engaging because I think we've all said it. Like a lot of times we forget that people like actually listen to us. We're just in happy hour every Friday night. It's it's just really nice. Like I actually have had a friend that was Gail's coworker that became a friend that said that she listened to us when she was driving to Ohio. And it just, she was like, you got me through my drive. And it just Mm. made me really, really happy that like people actually doing do listen and do engage and and it's just it's really lovely and thank you just so much to our listeners and i i'm really blessed that jackie was like hey i like you you're gonna be on this podcast with us because you guys are the highlight of my week almost oh Aaron. So. hey here's a here's a good goal for the podcast maybe we'll have some structure next year nah. okay, there you go. <laughs> Don't reach too high. I tried that. It failed. (laughs) You guys, I have I have sad news because I looked at my phone. Do we want the sad news on the podcast or keep it happy? I mean, if it's news, it's news. Barbara Walters after. (gasps) She was like a million. Who? Barbara Walters. Oh, edit really? that out. she had a good run <laughs> 93 yeah she had a good run, had a good run. <laughs> what do you do <laughs> i mean yes it's sad I, i'm a big admirer of barbara walters but she had a great run um, she had a great run i'm sure she's gonna have a beautiful i mean 93 beautiful service everybody will be beautiful it's gonna be beautiful was was she sick or did she i mean she's 93 93 she she she's, was Went to sleep. Didn't she was wake just up. ninety-three. Yeah, she was just at the funeral. She's ninety-three. She's good run. had a good run. Good, good run. <laughs> Me and Jack are always like, hey, "What are you gonna do?" When <laughs> old people <laughs> die of just old age, they can... call it failure to thrive, which I, I mean, think is what? so dumb because it's they thrived so, yeah. until they were ninety-three. So, right. like, it's the malnourishment. Usually, they stop eating, and that's what. Yeah, I do yeah. love Barbara Walters, though. Yeah, me too. So she, she's a gem. Gem. She's a that one. gem. She's an American treasure. Yeah. But I had a good run. Her. The mm-hmm. final fuck you of 2022. Barbara right? Walters passes away from old god age. Damn. Like, God. I'm gonna what go a bookend watch some, of like Saturday Night Live of a. Right. What a bookend of like starting with um, Betty White and ending with Barbara Walters, both BWs. Yeah. So many iconic people have passed away this year yeah. it like i i just can't help but think they're like you know what they're too good 
for what we've listen as long as i outlive taylor swift i'll be happy <laughs> oh god don't even i can't we can't even don't, don't even put that know. in the universe oh, take, it out, take it out take it out take it out take it out record it over listen what i said as long as i outlive taylor swift are we at right now take that out you can't put that in there don't put that no but you know what it's a beautiful thing 91 i mean 93 that's something it's a good run it's a good run it's a good run she lived a great life she almost lived a century that's a century i mean anybody else have any final thoughts i i'm 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 gonna piggyback off aaron i just think i love this podcast i look forward to it all week long i love the listeners i love the questions i love talking about space like it when i was having like a bunch of bad shit happened this year and i look forward to talking to you ladies every single week like it is a huge highlight of my week i can't wait to get on here and have a couple of drinks or sometimes we're sick or we're not feeling that great like i love talking to you guys and putting content out into the world and our opinions it's just it's 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 awesome that Jax that you've put this whole thing together and yeah, we all, you're welcome we, well it's cool that we all get to do, do what this. i can it's cool <laughs> we all get to do this every week you know because we're all in different st- well most of us are all in different states and it's like it's so cool that you figured out how to put us all together so that we still get to i feel like i have friends it started because I wasn't in the state. I wasn't in the same state as them. And I wanted to yeah. make sure we talked every week. Yeah. It was like a. And our conversations affect me all week. Like I think about things. I think notes. I know, Julie, you come a long way, girl, since you started. You, you I, come so you know, far. And I was going to say that well. too. I feel like from the beginning of this podcast, which yeah. I believe was this year. Yeah. My mindset has changed so much with certain things, political things, racial things. Like you guys have taught me so much and I have learned so much and I can't help. I hope that there's listeners out there that feel the same way. Like I, I look at like you, I, you've, you've made, you've put me in a position. I I've expanded my mind so much and I appreciate that. Like, I love it. I look yeah. at things differently. I'm more compassionate. Dempsey yeah. has really made me so compassionate. Like, oh, I feel like yeah. I'm a big old jelly belly now. Like <laughs> with certain things. What flavor? Like, if you were a jelly belly, what flavor? Probably like strawberry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking you were a popcorn, but like. I was thinking uh, popcorn too. That's so random that you said that. I was thinking popcorn. So I'm like kind of sweet, a little salty. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> for the record popcorn is my favorite flavor of jelly belly but so. i have like uh, mine's worth it and you guys have helped me through some of like the hardest times in my life and i don't know that people realize we talk a lot after this like mm-hmm. you guys have got me through and before <laughs> and before you got you guys have got me through some of I would say the darkest times in my life. And I just appreciate you all so much. I love getting on here. I love recording. It's just, I, I love it. Well, we love you. You do. Same. I love you, Jules. I love everybody on here. You guys are all my fucking, you're my bitches, man. Yeah. You, you my motherfuckers. 
Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are my motherfuckers, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watching Julie change over the course of the podcast has been like my favorite part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you made her a Taylor Swift fan. That was cool. You biggest, guys, biggest you guys like it when something like clicks when we're live, when I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody else have any final thoughts before we say goodbye to 2022? Fuck off, 2022. <laughs> God. Get all yeah. life. Okay. Making choices, everyone. Uh, happy New Year. Don't kiss anybody stupid. Don't kiss your ex. No. Well, don't drink and drive. Do it. Don't drink do and it. drive. Don't, don't listen to drive. Julie. No, I said no, but definitely drive. don't kiss your ex. I do yeah. want to answer before we go, because this will only take a second. I wanted to answer one Taylor Swift question that we got, and it was, do we think we're going to get any of her re-releases at the New Year mark? And the answer is, I do think we are. I think so, too. <gasps> Let me. I didn't mm-hmm. send it to you because it was right before this thing started. But I think it's going to get reputation. Times. Well, here's my thought. I think we're going to get all of them. I'm going to call it right now. Okay. She's like that. Said, I know they've said speak now. They've said speak now. But the whole mm-hmm. meet me That's at some- night, I think it's going to be debut. Meet her. We met her through debut because that was the first album. When someone debuts, you meet them. And then the Times Square. Um, TikTok or the Instagram or whatever, like posted, yes. he jeweled and was showing the ball and stuff. So I think Speak Now is is obviously it could be that it could be all of them or it could be debut because we are supposed to meet her, meet Taylor Swift at midnight. I think we're getting something. Yep. So that's yes. So if that makes anyone more excited about the new year, but honestly, don't don't drink and drive. Make good choices. Don't text that to- toxic ex. No. Drinking and driving is for rookies. <laughs> I said don't don't text the ex. Do not text the ex. Don't kiss the ex. <laughs> don't text the ex. Don't even yeah. look at the ex. Don't even stalk the ex on any social media. Aaron's working some shit out again. So <laughs> we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll catch y'all on the bitch. flip side. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye. 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 Fierce Fan Media.